Hello, and welcome to Mind of Micah. Today on the program, I have a very exciting interview. Uh, my friend Mark Allen joins me. He was recently in London for the professional football game played between the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, a instant classic, some might say, but I, like everybody else, watch these football games uh, that are played at 8.30 my time in the morning. And, you know, they look like regular football games. And they I don't get as much background. I want to know who's actually there. I want to know what it's like. And so that's what I talked to Mark about today. You know what else is good? I know what it's like to win over at nohouseadvantage.com. Use promo code MOM, like Mind of Micah, today at nohouseadvantage.com. You'll get a sign-up bonus when you use promo code MOM, like Mind of Micah, at No House Advantage. Download it online or on the App Store. And without further ado, here it is, my interview with Mark Allen. And until next time, enjoy. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm great, Micah. I'm great, Micah. Good to hear your voice. Well, thank you. It's it's good to be heard, and it's it's uh, always a pleasure to be joined by you. Uh, Mark is a friend of mine who uh, lives and works in New Orleans and is a a large New Orleans Saint fan. So that is uh, die hard. What would be your your uh, level That's of right. fan? Yeah, we we're, we're big. We've had my wife and I have had season tickets since I was a resident, which was twenty years ago, and we've been. We've been on board since uh, since the Aaron Brooks days. Oh yeah. Now, would you say that your wife is a a bigger fan than you are? She seems to be. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. She's in the camp. Her that, football IQ is large. And she's in the camp that her whole week is ruined by a, a Saints loss. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. In a way that probably doesn't affect you uh, quite quite to that same level, <laughs> Not which as is. Much. No. I'm not no. going to pass judgment on anyone because we've all been there. <laughs> no, okay. yeah. yeah. So you guys recently were in London uh, nominally for the Saints game, correct? Was there, a, you know, tell me about your trip before we get to the football side of things. How long were you there? And, uh, you know, did you enjoy it? I think I know the oh, answer. Oh, Micah, I could, I, could, I could talk about London for an hour. I know we only have so much time, but I know. Jennifer and I are in love with London. It's uh, I, I feel about London the way I used to feel about going to New York City when I was in my 20s. Like, like the idea of this whole city being open to you by public transportation and just being feeling completely alive and not needing a car and having, you know, pubs and bars and restaurants and things going on all the time. And because uh, New Orleans has a direct flight on British Airways, like like a lot of major cities do, but like of all the major cities that do, New Orleans is probably the one that's the biggest stretch to have this flight. So so it really is a great thing to have. We flew out on Thursday night after working a full day. You fly out at like 9.30 at night and you arrive the next day around noon. And then we flew back home Tuesday afternoon. So it was like taking a you know, an international trip that was compressed into really just a few days off of work. Yeah. So how, how long is that flight from New Orleans? Nine, nine hours. Okay. It's, that's a, that's a tough one, but not, not a total beating. Yeah, it's not too bad. You can get a little rest on the way there and on the way home, you're trying to stay awake anyhow because you land and it's, 
it's bedtime when you land. So if you can, if you can watch some movies on the way home, then you're good to go for rest. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's, let's talk about the football because you know, we all watch these games and, and I think they're playing two games. They're playing a, they played another game in London this week, this past weekend. And then Mm -hmm. I think they're playing one in Germany and there's, I think there's four European games this year. And often they they get played in that, I think it's the 8.30 central time window, uh, which they've invented for these European games. Um, That's right. So what time did the games actually kick off or the the game that you went to? 2.30 was kickoff at uh, at Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. It was great. The weather was perfect. It this looked stadium, great on TV. Micah, was, yes. Oh, it, 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 in real life, it was even better. This this stadium looks like it's from the future or space or something. It's it's right in the middle of this this neighborhood that's kind of old and and it's and it's not like American stadiums where there's acres and acres of uh, of blacktop and parking lots and cars. It's like the neighborhood is right there. There's no parking lots at all. There's no cars anywhere. You take you take the tube to get there. And you get off the tube, and it's and you're looking right at it. Are you sort of in a neighborhood? Is it kind of like going to Wrigley or something, yeah. or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like that. That that's actually exactly what Jennifer said. That this is kind of what Wrigleyville is like, because it's, it's these you know <laughs> this neighborhood. That, there's nothing particularly special about the neighborhood, but it it is right there. I mean, there's there's no leading up to this stadium. It's this, this neighborhood that's been around for hundreds of years, and then the stadium that looks like it was built just a few years ago. Hmm. And. So is there, everybody's taken the, taking public transit. You Mm -hmm. are, are you getting there an hour early? Is there, is there stuff going on outside the stadium? Is there, is everything inside the stadium? Kind of set the scene for me. Well, okay. So we get on the tube. I think it was around noon and the tube ride was pretty crowded, but it was fine. And everybody's happy and excited. And, uh, it probably took 30 minutes to get there and then you're off the tube and you can see the stadium and there's all these people around and it's hard to tell if they're like Americans or Brits or whatever, you know, every, every, every NFL Jersey that's ever been made is on display. So it was actually rare to see, to see jerseys of the teams or of contemporary players that would be on the, on the field that day. And yeah. And so as far as the demographics of this, cause this is something they never talk about on the broadcast. We all, you know, you turn on the TV in the morning and it looks like pro football and there's American announcers and there's the same, the same players you see every week and the coaches are the same. And you know, the game, if you're, if you're not paying attention, looks like any other NFL game. I'd never feel like the broadcasters actually say like, what percentage of fans are, are Americans that have traveled for the game? What percentage are expats? What, you know, and obviously you're not going to know exactly, but you know, what percentage of people know what's going on, you know, kind of walk through if there are 10 people sitting next to you, standing next to you at the game, what is the breakdown of those people? Yeah, sure. So we had a nice lady from Mississippi sitting right next to us who, who had seats in the dome, just like we do. Um, We didn't know her before we sat down and, but, but she was, she was the real thing. We had some Austrians sitting in front of us that were, were cheering hard for the Vikings for reasons I don't understand. We had some, uh, some, some New Orleans people that had traveled right behind us. And then there was the just sprinkling of British and European people that, uh, that, that were just kind of there to, for, there was not an empty seat in the whole house. And those tickets, the ones that were on the open market were kind of expensive too. 
So, I mean, they, they wanted badly to go. I mean, what I, I was wondering, because there was a WrestleMania once in, in, in New Orleans, and it, it, the dome was filled, but I don't know a single person that paid their own actual money to get there. <laughs> so, right. so, but, but at this game, people paid real money to go and see. But it was, I, and I guess Europeans kind of consume sports in a different way than, than we do, because it's all kind of based on soccer and stuff. So they cheer at different times than, than we would cheer. And, and the idea of shouting when like your team is on defense and all that kind of stuff like that, that is a little bit missed, but they pick right up. I mean, they're, they're cheering just like anybody else. Yeah. And, and, you know, I imagine sort of once the game starts, it, you know, they always say on the broadcast that the European fans really enjoy the kicking game aspect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, yeah, they love kicking. They love punts and kicks. They, they love all of that. I think their frustration is that like, you know, how, they say, what's with all the sessions? And the sessions is like what happens between plays and the huddle and all that kind of stuff. So they, that part isn't as palatable to them because, you know, the soccer just goes the whole time. But, um, but yeah, no, they're, they're, they were totally bought in. They, they loved it. And was your impression that, you know, most of the people, let's say, uh, you know, the, the travelers excluded, is this their first time with football or are there people that are going every time there's a pro football game to London and can't get enough? Like I, that's the stuff that I, I have no idea of, of people. Do they really seem to know who these players are or do you get the impression that they know who Tom Brady is? And that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, that, that's a tough one. I, I like, I don't think that they know the depth chart of the Saints and Vikings or <laughs> right. anything like that, but, uh, but I mean, they, they're, they seem to know what's going on, you know, like they cheer at the appropriate time. They, you know, they, they get pumped up. Everybody's smashing beers. We're all having a great time. So I, 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 they, they really enjoy the product so that I, that I can say for sure. And what a product it is. Uh, you know, we always talk <laughs> about this. Nothing's better than pro football. And, and that game, uh, if, if you don't remember the saints, uh, kick a 60 yard field goal with about two minutes left to tie the game. Then the Vikings go get a field goal. And then the saints kick a 61 yard field goal as time expires. That is the old double doink that hits the upright double doink the upright yeah. end, the crossbar and misses and the Vikings win. I, I mean, are people losing their mind during this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was going crazy. Cause I just, was, I can't uh... imagine what that would be like if I wasn't invested <laughs> in either team and I was just at an exhibition essentially. And yeah, this no, no, incredibly I mean, was, dramatic it finish. It, yeah, no, it was, a, it was, it was electrifying in there. I mean, you could, you could feel it. It was, it, it felt like, I mean, it felt like being, not at the dome because it, it, this is technically a, a home game for the Saints, but it, it wasn't that. You know, like there was, it didn't feel like a home game at all, but it felt like it felt like a game in the states, I guess. You know, it didn't feel different than than a regular, you know, regular season game. And were the Saints? So they were nominally the home team. Were they in charge of production? Did we get New Orleans music during timeouts or? You know, did uh, it... we got some of that. We got some of that. We had, I guess, a lot of the sing-songy stuff. That was again, like European stuff. Like uh, they love "Sweet Caroline," and, and we and they played it, and everybody in the stadium sung it. And so there was some European stuff like that. But uh, it said "Saints" in the in the end zones and, and at the at the fifty-yard line and stuff like that. But really, it, it didn't feel any different than anything else. Though. But big big Frida wasn't showing up at halftime or anything. No, like no, that. no, no, no. no. No, nope, nope. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, and then so post game, I guess there aren't a lot of bar. Are, are there bars and restaurants nearby, or do you just sort of get back on the tube and you're just back in London? 
Yeah, I think we were, let's see, we, we were, we, we hung out in the stadium for a while, which was kind of a weird, we would never do that in the dome. We'd never like hang out in the dome and mm-hmm. have beers, but we had, we had, we had beers in the stadium for a while and we caught up with our friends and they were kind of all over the stadium. So we all kind of got together and then we drank a couple beers and we were, I mean, the, the, the spirit of the whole thing was great. So even, even, you know, Vikings fans, we were telling them good game, which we would never do in a normal situation. <laughs> but, but, you know, it was like good game. You know, you guys look great today, all that stuff. Everybody was so happy to, to talk about the game. So we hung out at the stadium for a while. We had, a, and then, and then the tough thing is getting home from these things because, uh, because you got to take the tube home too. And that was a little challenging, but even that was a breeze. You know, it, it, we, we got, we got stacked up a little bit on the way home on the tube, but, we got home and got some dinner afterwards. And just out of curiosity, what is the beer of choice? Are we crushing Guinness? Uh, oh, what, sure. what are we drinking? Uh, let's see. Jennifer was drinking ciders on this trip. And I think she was getting me, I made the mistake of ordering an Amstel light. And like in Europe, there's not Amstel light. There's just Amstel. And here there's no Amstel. There's only Amstel light. Right. So it was, it was something like, uh, like at the stadium, it was a European like lager, you know, like a, a, a semi-American European lager, but because you you couldn't get that good cast, you know, type ale that they pump and doesn't really isn't really carbonated and is served at room temperature. You can't get that like in the stadium, but that's what you get in the pubs, and that's I've, I've developed a, a taste for that myself. I see, but in the stadium, if you close your eyes and you you think you're drinking a Budweiser, yeah. you're drinking something close to yeah. a Budweiser. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that's that's fantastic. I, I, this is exactly the information I wanted to gather from, uh, from, from your recent trip. And, uh, yeah, so everybody was in good spirits, even despite the loss. How did your wife handle, uh, the dramatic, she, she some was fine. say she heartbreaking was fine. loss? Well, you know, I, I think, you know, we've talked about it a bunch of times and it was such a great trip, Micah, that, that even though we had to experience that loss, it really didn't even bother us that much. I mean, thankfully it's early in the season. If this were, you know, week 15 and it had like real implications. I mean, it's not great sitting at, you know, two and three, but, uh, and, and it was one and one and three after that, that game. But even the trip is so great that it's hard to get too bent out of shape about the game, even, even, even if it didn't go our way. Well, there you go. And then, and so then the last question is you get back on the tube, you're, you head back, you get back to your hotel. Mm-hmm. This, are you just in London again? It doesn't feel like you, you, it's not like you're at a college football game where you're walking around and, you know, anywhere in town, you're going to see people in uniform on game day or whatever. Even in New Orleans on, you know, the, the day of a Saints game, if you walk around right. the quarter after the game, it's very much a Saints home game day. Uh, yeah. You know, you, obviously, I guess if you went straight from New Jersey back to Manhattan, you wouldn't feel like it was uh-huh. Giants, uh, you know, where a Giants game, but. I would assume that's a bit of a, a change in dynamic. Well, you still you still saw some NFL. I, I'm calling them NFL fans. That's the only way to really say it because there's Chiefs jerseys and Packers jerseys and like just everybody's just got their jerseys on, even though it's not a Saints or a Vikings jersey. So we we would see them in town too. It was really, I mean, you know, sports in London. You know, you know what I was thinking about, Mike? It, it would be as though, like, with the soccer stuff. I keep bringing up the soccer stuff, and, I, and it's not that I'm that into soccer, but the idea of how many like major soccer programs they have in 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 London. There, it'd be like if you know Austin or New Orleans had 
five or six and like fully developed NFL franchises with, you know, like uh, that, that would kill each other, you know, the fan bases would kill each other, you know, just as much as, as root for one another. And, and, and so like all of that is on a Saturday. And so Sunday it was NFL day in London. So everybody was pretty, pretty fired up about it. Well, I was fired up to have you, Mark. I will let you get back to doing what you do, <laughs> okay. which is saving lives All right. and bringing them into this world. Well, thank you for calling, Mike. It was good to talk to you. Keep in touch. Always bud. a pleasure. Do you want to promote yourself on social media? <laughs> no, I know. I think, you know, uh, no, no, I don't think so. I don't that, think that's so. good enough. Okay. Yeah. You, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite was when we used to do the show with Dan Register and and uh, at the end of the show, everybody would go into their two-minute plug of all of their socials, and then uh, Dan would be like, nah, just don't, <laughs> yeah, no, just don't no, worry I'm, about I'm it. I'm perfectly good. I'm perfectly don't good. find yeah. me. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Okay, and, Micah. Have a great, have a good one. Thank you. And I until hope, next time, mm, yeah. bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>